Hello there, this is the How to Love Being Married podcast with Paul and Shelly Seeger. And we are here today to talk about funny experiences that happen in the family, how to bring a little bit of comedy into your marriage. Some of those experiences that you think are just horrible, rotten, make your day not so great. Well, makes it a little bit better later on down the road when you think about it. And uh, you can laugh at those experiences. So we are here to share our experiences that we've had over the years that have been just horrible at the time, but are a lot funnier now when we look at it. And if we didn't have those experiences, it wouldn't be what it is today. It wouldn't be what uh, our whole life is made up of. So Yeah, we're just going to talk about how it's important to have humor in your marriage. And, you know, I think it was on the first podcast I mentioned that when I met Paul, that was one of the things that I was really attracted to about him is how he made me laugh. And My he, funny looks. And he always does make me laugh and it does make life really fun. And I always say it's because she had a cataract. Uh, she actually does have a cataract. But I think you're funny. Well, that you married me. You thought I was cute, so uh, it was all, all because I had. A, she has a cataract. That's uh, mm. that's why she married me and thinks I'm cute, mm. which I'm really glad about. So, anyway, looking back at some of the things that we've had over the years, I, I first promised that I would talk about the mannequin story that happened a few years ago. I don't know how long was that. It's probably three or four years ago, but yeah, probably. So first of all, I don't I don't know why this is, but every time you go to uh, look for clothes, it's always the outfit on the mannequin. I don't know why, but the the size, the color, everything on the mannequin is exactly what you want. At least what my wife wants. I do not think this story is that funny. <laughs> you and the kids love it. <laughs> well, I, I I think it is, but uh, hey, my my humor is a little weird, and I I promised I'd tell this story. So we're gonna go ahead and start off with that, but. Uh, so we went to shop for some clothes for my wife. Um, she's she's actually pretty good with the clothes area. She's not too over the top, but she does like any other woman. She does like clothes. So we I went do. to to find some clothes, and anyway, uh, it was the color that you wanted and well, the, I found the outfit the, that you I, wanted. I found exactly what I wanted. I don't even remember what remember what it was, but um, exactly what I wanted couldn't and I loved the color I loved everything but they didn't have the right size for me so the size she says I want to look on that mannequin and see if it has my size and <laughs> of course that's the size that you needed on that mannequin and it was a shirt and so Is that what it was? so anyway uh she started stripping down this mannequin and I'm like oh please no no please no <laughs> so I I get embarrassed easily so I said I've got to, I'm going to go across the store. I'll watch this from a distance, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to partake in stripping down this female mannequin in the middle of the store. So <laughs> topless. <laughs> so anyway, she starts, she starts taking the clothes off this mannequin and it was on top of a, a clothes rack, as I recall. And, and the whole mannequin falls off onto the floor. Didn't the arm break off? I think I the re- arm broke off. I don't remember if that's what happened or not. I don't remember we'll that could have did. happened. Okay, we'll say we're going to make this better. You know, it's kind of like the story. It gets better and better every time it's told. But anyway, so she starts tearing the clothes off this mannequin. 
and I and then it, it falls off the rack and I'm like mortified and as this is happening I'm I think she's towards the front of the store mm-hmm. and I think I'm in the furthest corner of the store as far away <laughs> as I could possibly get I'm like come and help me and I'm like I'm all about helping you but I am not getting involved with this one and so anyway that was kind of a funny story but uh uh, she did find the size that she needed and yeah. took that home. And it was the most, I don't even remember what it is now, I have no but idea. just had to have it. I don't know why it is. It's always the mannequin that has the size that you need and uh, the only one. So anyway, that, that was pretty funny. That was a funny, funny story. So anyway, I guess the California trip to. to that is the best. We, we actually had two funny experiences there. And, and I think the thing about these experiences is uh, you can think um, at the time it was pretty. It was intense. It was intense. And this was, had to do with our and kids. And not funny at all. And me. So the first one is the, the sunny delight We'll call it the Sunny Delight Experience. So This was our very first trip to California with the kids. And we saved and saved to be able to do this. And it was like a dream come true. It was our Disneyland so, trip. But the very first thing that happened, Paul, was when we got to your da- your brother's in Las Vegas. Because oh, we were staying right. I'd overnight. I forgotten about that one. So the whole yeah. trip was, it was like this... Uh, Circus. One thing after the other. So... And our twins were one and a half at the time, and so that means that um, Tyler would have been about four, no, he would have been about five, and Austin eight, and Marissa about 11. About yeah. 11. Yeah. So my brother was living in Las Vegas at the time, and we thought it would be, we, we all stopped on the way uh, when we would, when we did go to California, and like my wife said, this is the first time that we went uh, but we stopped at my brother's in Las Vegas, and it had been a really long car ride. Everybody was hot, ornery. With five kids, very long. And my brother had a pool in the back of his yard, so I'll let you tell that one. All right, so we get there, and uh, the kids wanted to swim, of course. they First off, they wanted to swim. And Austin's like, please, can we swim? Please, can we swim? And Paul says, that's okay, you can swim, but you gotta stay in the shallow part where you can where you can uh, reach, because we were fully dressed. We we had just gotten there, so he's like, okay, okay, and he's like I said, about eight. And he'd had did he have? Had, I think he had had a couple swimming lessons, but nothing. He wasn't proficient at swimming. So anyway, so we're all in the back, and um, and so the kids are back there, and Austin goes and jumps into the deep end yeah it's, it's stay in the shallow and he jumps in middle way i think is what it was but it was <laughs> like six or seven feet by the by the middle of the pool he may as well jumped in the deep water huh. and all of a sudden i see blip, 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 and my son's just panicking there about to go under and so i'm there with my wallet i had my well you wallet. were fully dressed yeah yeah, fully dressed, had my cell phone. The cell phones weren't too advanced at the time, but it was a pretty expensive cell phone, and it was my work phone to, to boot. So instead of taking everything off and worrying about it, you just jump in to save your kid, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I jump in to save him, and my phone's going, bzz, 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 
just uh, vibrating like crazy. And, and this is before, this was when we, when you carried a lot of cash to go on a vacation. Yeah, pretty much your, your trip was card. in your wallet. You yeah. took a lot of cash. So, so needless to say, our, your cell phone was broken and we laid out all of the cash all over his brother, his brother's kitchen counter to try to dry out all the cash and our cell phones broken and we hadn't even gotten to California yet. So that was number, whoopsie, <laughs> number one. So we're wondering what in the world's this trip going Not to... very funny at the time, but boy, is it funny now. Yeah, I mean, if we didn't have that experience, but not very funny at the time. No. So next one, it was the same trip, I believe. Yes. So we'll call it the Sunny Delight experience yeah because okay so you have this big long drive you know about what 11 hours 10 and a half 11 hours to get to anaheim we did break it up with staying at your brother's in las vegas but so we just didn't want to have to stop a hundred thousand times to go to the bathroom for the kids to go to the bathroom so we had this big sunny delight bottle we had this great idea (laughs) And you know Choose the boys. The sunny delight bottle. The boys were in the back. No, the girls, their, their sisters weren't going to see him. Whatever, and so we decided. You know what? Rather than stopping, you got to go really bad. Just use the sunny delight bottle, and because it was empty, of course. And so um, our oldest son, he um, he uses it, and then fumbles the bottle well, it was passed around throughout the day so oh, it was it was getting right. full is what happened it was getting full so <laughs> um somewhere in there one of them passes it around and drops the somebody fumbles it the light bottle we had pee in our van everywhere <laughs> it was awful it was I remember we were so upset at the time okay we did not find any humor in that at that all. that was not funny no but it's hilarious. It was very now. upsetting. Yeah. I mean, what would life be without the Sunny Delight story to tell? Heck yeah. Generations and generations to come. Absolutely. So anyway, we didn't quite get to California yet. But we yeah. got to California finally. And, and we then, had a great time. It was a dream come true. Yeah. And then it was the Knott's Berry Farm incident. Okay, that was a different vacation. But yeah. Oh, that was the different. Okay. Not the I same remember. one. Yeah. Okay. That was another another time that we went so you have to know our second oldest son he does not like rides like he won't do roller coasters he won't do anything like that there's very few rides that he will ride uh, at an amusement park but he loved the bumper cars so we're in Knott's Berry Farm and finally we're it's time for us to do the bumper cars so we um, get everybody gets into their car and the worker starts the the ride and the bumper cars are going and I look over at our son and his car isn't moving and he cannot get it to go and I was just I felt so bad I'm like oh my gosh this is like one of the only rides that he'll ride and so I what did I do of course I got out You're of my mom. car I'm a I'm a mom I I'm a yeah, mama so bear. I'm a mama bear, so right. I get out of my car, and I walk over to our son's car, and I try to get it going. And all of a sudden, you know, they stop the ride, and they Attention, say... Attention, patrons. Do not get out of the car. <laughs> Do not get out of the car. And so, this was not funny at the time either, because... Do um, not get out of the car. Because... 
Paul had said... Do not get out of the car. Okay. He had said something like, what kind of idiot would do that? And then he saw that it was me. But I found out what he had actually said. Of course, he didn't know it was me when he said it. But anyway, I did get my feelings hurt on that one because I was only I trying made to her protect cry our son. I, sure is funny now. I was honest and I said what I was thinking. So number two... Uh, well... Don't, don't be know. too honest. Do not do not tell your wife everything you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come back to haunt you. Yeah, for sure. But that was that was pretty funny at the time. So another thing that was something that we look back on that was kind of funny is um well, it wasn't funny at the time either. But our our oldest son, he was going through kind of a rough patch. He was probably like 10 or 11 and he just wasn't feeling like his home life was really great. He was feeling picked on or his something. His friends had a lot better life than he did. Yeah, his friends had, yeah, for sure. Everything was glorious there. Yeah, and it wasn't as great at our house. And so he kept threatening that he was going to run away. He was going to run away. Now, me, as the mom, that was, like, scaring me to death. I was, like, devastated. Oh, my gosh, he can't run away, Paul. He can't try to run away. And... And so, anyway, but he kept threatening he was going to run away. He'd get upset at us if he got in trouble. You want to tell what you did? Yeah, so I, I said, son, it's okay if you want to run away, but before you go, we need to make sure you are prepared. So let's sit down and think about what you need if you're going to run away. Because, you know, I want you to run away and be cold at night and... So I said, where are you going to run away? And we have a goalie that's uh, little, just about two blocks from us. And he said, I'm going to I'm gonna go live in the goalie. And I said, okay, so if you're going to live in the goalie, you'll probably need some, some warm clothes, a sleeping bag. And, I, and then I said, what are you, you going to eat? And he says, well, I might come back for some food and I said well if you're going to leave then you need to leave you you shouldn't be coming back and forth and my wife's like mortified okay, I have to I'm... tell you this was like breaking my heart that Paul's saying this I, it was killing me and you did tell him we don't want you to run away we don't want but you if to run, you're run, away, run away but if you're going to run away let's make sure you're prepared because you, you need to be know what you're getting into and he said I just come back and I said well if you're going to run away then you shouldn't be coming back and forth just when it's convenient you should make sure you're prepared and he says well maybe i'll go over to my friend's house and and i'll live there and i said well there's only one problem there is uh it's illegal that they can't have a runaway in their home or they could get arrested i don't know if you knew that but you they could be arrested for that so anyway is this progressed and and time went on. Uh, my, you were helping him pack his suitcase. Yeah, we I actually think. got his suitcase and we got a few things out. And oh. I I knew he wasn't going to really. Run I know a, run you away, did, but, but it was freaking me out. But I thought let's let's pack him up and get him ready so that if he runs away, so we're, we're putting we all these things in, the in a suitcase and and he's uh, preparing to run away. Anyway, as as we talked, he he realized that. Running away wasn't probably a, a really great thing. He didn't want to do it. And uh, and he never said he wanted to run away again. No, that was it. Yeah. So, kind of it, kind of funny now at the time it tugged at my heartstrings. And by the way, we never would have let him really run away. 
Not that day, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no matter who Judy. who your kids are, they're going to have some times where they're they're challenging. So, anyway, we're we're glad he didn't run away. Yeah, absolutely. We wouldn't have really let him anyway. No, we wouldn't have. So another another story is uh, our, our second son. He he had this little problem um when he was born he was probably about two years old he was potty training we had no idea he had this problem it was about hopefully we're not embarrassing him right now yeah so it wasn't until he was getting say names we'll just call him our second second son and so yeah so we had no idea he had this problem but when we were potty training him he would um he would pee into his little potty and the pee would shoot up rather than 90 down. degrees yeah it would just shoot like, up what in the world i remember picking him up to go pee to go potty and like turning him so that he would be facing down and the pee would still be going up yep so, so it's like 90 degrees yeah going, something's not right here so, so we took him to the pediatrician and the pediatrician says oh yeah we there you know this this can happen i don't remember what it's a it pretty is. easy little fix. really easy little fix but he'll have to have a little surgery in the office is all so we had that done and uh he was so brave he he was scared so we said when yeah. when you're done we are going to take you to the store and let you pick out a, a prize so we we did that we didn't we go to toys r us i don't remember where it was but anyway. he got to pick pick something out so uh, a little prize of some kind um we were poor so it could have been too expensive but he, <laughs> he told him he could pick something out so we are there in line and uh guys in front of us and and all of a sudden our he may have been three at the time i don't know he was between two and a half three years old yeah. somewhere in there so he wasn't very old but I remember I'm standing there and we're standing there in line with him and he starts talking to the guy next to him and he says uh, to the guy, he says, I get a prize because I got my penis fixed. And <laughs> I could see the guy's eyes just thinking, what kind of parents? Yeah, right. A prize. Yeah. Anyway, I was mortified at the time, I think. Okay, the cops are going to come anytime wondering what I'm doing to my child. And... uh <laughs> Anyway, oh, funny. not not very f- funny at the time, but looking back, it was pretty hilarious. It's pretty funny, yeah. Um, so it's so important. It really is. It's important to find humor in life, and men are men are that they might find ha- might have joy. Yeah, men are. That and have it's joy important to find joy in the journey. So you know, we had so. When I was, when we got pregnant with the twins, well, first off, so we had tried for a long time. I, not, not as long as some people do, of course, but probably close to a year and got pregnant. So excited. We, our dream was to have four kids. We were so excited and, um, got pregnant. We were on top of the world and about a week later I miscarried which was really devastating for anyone who's had a miscarriage. So I went to the doctor and he said, you know, your levels are so low. Um, Just go ahead and strike while the fire's hot. Try again. Got pregnant again the very next month. And so um, my, I went and got a pregnancy test and uh, the nurse calls and she says, we need you to come in and have an ultrasound. And I was like, why? Why? She goes, oh, we just need to see when you're due. 
And I thought, I thought, well, that's really kind of dumb because I just miscarried last month. So we know when I'm due, but okay. So we had three kids at the time. And so Paul and the three kids, they just waited out in the van. Cause this was just for me to run in quick, get an ultrasound, see when I was due. So they're doing the ultrasound and I see these two black circles. I'm only like five weeks along at the time. So you couldn't see babies yet. And I said, what are those two holes? And they said, well, it looks like you're having twins, dear. I was absolutely thrilled. I was so excited. And anyway, but I'm all by myself finding out that we're having twins. So um, I asked the nurse, I said, is that why you made me come in? And she said, your levels were so high. We knew there was something up, but we didn't want to say. So I go out to the van and I have these pic- these two little, I don't know, a couple little pictures of that show the two black holes. And I said, Paul, do you want to see a picture of your babies? And he goes, babies? Did you say babies? I mean, he was like, I was freaked out. out I'll tell mind. you, I was, I was freaked out. I was, I was wondering whether to have, have another one at all. No, I was, I was excited to have we were another excited one. We excited to but, have four. We got five I, I and thought, we're so glad. Two. Because <laughs> I'm out in the car at the time. I was out in the car yeah. waiting because yeah. it, 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 they were just nuts. So yeah, and, yeah. And I was just seeing when I was due. But what I was going to say about that. So find joy in the journey. So Heavenly Father sent us these two beautiful babies. And absolutely gorgeous, healthy, wonderful babies. But our daughter, they were boy-girl twins. And our daughter was a screamer. In fact, like she screamed literally nonstop for eight months unless she was asleep. Hurt our ears so much that we even, we had to actually put. Uh, earplugs in yeah because it was like when you go out ears. in the cold and you would get you get air aches from being out in the cold that's how high of a pitch scream that she did and it would actually make your ears ache um anyway it was it was rough that first year was rough but we did it no sleep no sleep i nursed them for 15 and a half months i think and so literally no sleep but what i was gonna say is um you know, we go to church and we took our kids to church each week. And I remember she would literally scream all through church. I mean, you, and so we were out in the hall with her and walking around and, um, somebody, we, we apologized. We're so sorry that she just screamed so much. And they looked at us like, yeah, yeah. she really does. She's a real problem. <laughs> It's funny now, but at the time... We were mortified at the time. I was like, oh, wow. But so yeah, we have a lot of sympathy for people with kids. Absolutely. And you know... And you need to. Yeah. We would take five kids to church every week, and it was rough. People do the best they can. You just do the best you can. I remember feeling like we are so irreverent and feeling so self-conscious, and I just wouldn't want anyone to feel that way. You're doing the very best you can, and I promise, we promised ourselves that we would never forget how hard it was, that we would be easy on people when we were older and they were going through the same thing. Absolutely. So just good for you if you go. So that story. Funny now. Not so funny. Not hard, so funny at the hard, time. Hard eight months. So, do you want me to talk about this one? Sure, go ahead. So, I have a story that um, it, it, it only happened, I think, once. It doesn't need to happen very often, but uh, 
I had gotten up in the middle of the night, went to the bathroom, went back to bed, and then my wife got up, and all of a sudden I hear a, a screech, and my I I'd realized then that I'd left the toilet seat up, and uh, you know girls can about fall in if you do that. So anyway, I've heard some guys say. Well, I don't know why these girls complain that we have the toilet seat up. I just don't get it. So, anyway, uh, if you don't get it, just sit down without the toilet seat, with the toilet seat up. Sit down sometime, and that's what your wife gets to go through. Cause put the toilet seat down. They don't stand. I don't know if you know that, but they don't stand. So, put the toilet seat down. Yeah. It'll save you a lot of trouble. So, I have noticed some guys will leave that up all the time, and that's how they keep it. It's like... Well, that's her problem. She can put it down. So be a guy that's a good guy. Put the toilet seat down. Absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. there was this one too. We, uh, one okay, more story. so when we, so when the twins were just really little, um, they could walk, oh, but I don't think talk much. So probably under the age of two. So we went out to this uh, VF factory outlet. It's not, I don't even know if it's there anymore. But anyway, we went out there and I went into the dressing room and I took our twin daughter in with me and I was trying on some clothes. Well, Paul was out with the rest of the kids and I thought they were just right outside the dressing room door waiting for me so they could see what I was trying on. And so um, our daughter, she wanted to go out with them. So I said, okay, you can go out with daddy. So I opened the door. Now this was dumb on my part, I, I realized. And I let her out and I didn't say anything like, Paul, here she comes. Paul, are you out there? I didn't say that. That was so dumb. So she walks out there. So I come out with um, what I had tried on and I go to, I'm like, where are you? And so I'm looking around the store trying like, to find where's Paul. where's Caitlin? And I go find Paul and the kids, and I was like, where's Caitlin? He goes, what do you mean, where's Caitlin? She is with you. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. We lost our little oh, two-year-old or thereabouts. That's one of the most horrific feelings you can ever have when you so lose I'm running your to the child. front of the store like, don't let anybody out. Don't let anybody in. So afraid someone's going to steal our gorgeous little baby. And, oh, so scary. And he's blaming me, and I'm blaming him. It really was my fault. We but, did kind of do uh, that. We kind of blamed each other, yeah. though, and it was a really stressful situation. But one that we can, and, and as I remember, one of the associates had found her in the store, and and she was just there waiting for us. She to was pick her totally up. chill. She wasn't worried a bit, and uh, and it all turned out. But you know, one of those things that you look back on, and and it's not good to blame each other. It's best to just dig in and help each other. But. We a little did. stressful. We at did the play the time. Game really stressful at the time, but yeah. uh, it's one of those uh, things that you just look back and you have a tale to tell now. Yeah. Okay. So I just told you that our youngest, our our twin daughter, was a screamer, and she was like, she screamed for eight months, but she was always kind of when she was little, she was hard. She would bite the rest of the kids. She's an absolute doll all of our kids are but when she was little she would bite the kids and and just you'd be sitting there and all of a you'd come up lean her head on on your knee and then take a big bite <laughs> <laughs> so anyway she was kind of difficult and so um her twin brother this one day oh oh and at the time it was when ebay was really big like you were selling things on ebay 
I was making like you were making a little bit of money off of eBay. So our cute little twin son, he, um, Caitlin was being oh I just said her name. She was being really hard, and so Kyle comes to us and he says, "I know what we can do with Sissy, sell her on eBay." (laughs) So that was (laughs) pretty funny and something. It is is really interesting how those two kind of interacted. They they always. Yeah, Best that's friend. like a secret language almost. They yeah, could, they really uh, nobody did. understood, and they understood what they were saying. And yeah, one thing they admitted to now is we'd go to a store, and one would run one direction, the other would run the other direction, and, and they did it on purpose. They, yeah, they because if I doing was by that. myself, how do I catch said, them? Yeah, when we they remember go... doing that, so yeah. they did it on purpose. Those dirty I don't rats. know if they really remember, or they just remember they, me because I because I tell they them. They say they remember, but I don't know. But they they were they seem to understand some strategy to do something crazy like that yeah those two were funny too because when they would get in trouble we would have them do time out and we would give them opposite ends of the couch and it was a reclining couch and remember they would like talk to each other behind the couch they they didn't really have time out they were they just having very fun good at time out but yeah they did get to sit there for a while yeah so another funny thing is, uh, so our oldest daughter, she was really, when she was little, she was really petrified of elevators. She was so afraid of elevators. So we went down, I suspect we just had two kids at the time, and we went down to the salt, one of the Salt Lake malls, and um, you had the stroller, I think. the was... ZCMI mall uh, okay. before they knocked it down. And so we had the stroller, and you were gonna, you had to go down the elevator with the stroller for our son. And we were supposed to go down the elevator, and she was crying and crying, and, pa- and Paul's like, oh, just bring her on, just bring her on. I'm like, no, I'm not going to make her go on. I'll, I'll take her down the escalator. We'll meet you at the bottom, and we'll meet up at, you know, the floor down, down below. And so... He was like, oh my gosh, just don't get mixed up. Just come with us. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to make her go. So we go down the escalator. They go down the elevator. And I have no idea how it happened, but we got completely lost from each other. And at the time, no cell phones. We had no cell phone. There was no such thing. I don't even know if we even had one. And so anyway, that was another little blame game, but something that's funny now. I did it. It's what you got to remember, guys. I did it. Just say I did it. Learn those. I did it. Those those words will save your life. I did it. Anyway, those are just some of the stories that we thought of that have been fun in our lives. And yeah, we thought we'd share them. I mean, uh, I th- I'm sure every family has their own little fun stories that they can tell now that weren't very fun at the time. And uh, they, in the end, they teach you a lot of things and if you didn't have those experiences it wouldn't be life what it is so um. and I was just thinking you know if you look if you try to make life fun and try to find joy in the journey like you always say oh I love your smile and I tell him he makes me happy you know you make you make me happy and I think that if we have the goal to make each other happy, to find joy in the journey, to laugh, to have humor, to find to find funny things in in maybe some hard things that happen because you know hard things are going to happen throughout your lives. That's just part of life. 
but find joy in the journey. Laugh together. Um, have fun. Humor is one of the f- great things in life that really help help us. And Don't I, get I too love serious. To laugh. Don't be so right serious. Right now, there's a lot of serious stuff going on. Life is weird, but try to try not to get try too to, serious. Try to. I I heard somebody say, "What are the things that you've learned that you've enjoyed about this?" Time where we've all been stuck at home during this pandemic. What are the things that you've enjoyed? And so think about those things that you enjoy about this time that have brought your family closer together that are positives. And uh, remember those things when uh, when this is gone and, and we start to forget those things. Hopefully there's some good that has come from it. And hopefully you're enjoying your family and enjoying each other just a little bit more. Yep. Our next podcast will be about how to grow closer to your spouse. So uh, we're going to be exploring that a little bit. We hope to have some guests on with us. So anyway, we hope you all have a fantastic week. And we hope that you all love Love being being married. married.